Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to Talking Trading. It's Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. Our special guest today is Bob Mitchardson, a trading game mentor from 2009. Bob has logged on to the Trading Game Forum over the years, a record number of 1,875 times, showing how committed he is to developing financial literacy. Bob's a self-funded retiree, who keeps his superannuation afloat and maintains an income flow through trading. And we find out about his trading journey later in the show. But first, let's get a lowdown of the markets for the week ending the 18th of May with Chris Tate. And let's hear from Louise Bedford in MindPower on Make a Will, for goodness sake. Chris Tate, hello and welcome. Hi, Caroline. Chris, how did the US markets close last week? Well, the intriguing thing about the US markets is you've got this odd juxtaposition. You've got the much broader market as evidenced by the Russell 2000 moving to an all-time high, whereas the other more narrow indices like, uh, you know, the down the S&P 500, uh, simply sitting there hopping from one foot to another. And you've got the NASDAQ, or the NASDAQ, let's talk about the NASDAQ 100, which has probably gone about as far as it can go at present on the basis of simply either one, two or three of five basic FANG stocks actually going up. So the US market's interesting at present. What about the Australian market? Is that interesting? Uh, to the degree where we we got within sort of, you know, a hair's breadth of 61.50 and almost went, Yippee, new high. No, not new high. No, sorry, I was just joking. And back we came. So, I mean, it's positive that at least the market is attempting to push to a new high. It's still struggling. And you see this in it, the fact that, you know, everyone's looking for sort of a post-addictive explanation as to why it is. You know, they look to the Banking Royal Commission, they look to the rubbish performance of the likes of Meyer and Telstra and all the rest. Uh, the bottom line is psychology for us pushing to a new high is not quite there yet, but eventually we will. And what about commodities? The heating complex is moving, the energies. It is. The energy complex is actually moving for once. And this is the you know intriguing thing. If you look across the complex, though, you see that heating oil and crude are up, but natural gas is just going sideways as usual it's intriguing that they're actually going up as we head into the northern summer 
uh, ordinarily sort of you know classic economic theory says that these things being seasonal you would see this sort of move uh, as the northern hemisphere headed into their winter is it tied up but, with the iran nuclear deal ah look god knows uh, middle east geopolitics is some sort of strange gordian knot that nobody can ever unravel and I don't think anybody ever will because we've had several thousand years of it. And we still don't understand what the hell's going on. So I really, I really don't know as to, you know, what real positive explanation there is for it other than to say the market is going up because the market is going up. Are the commodities? The intriguing thing is to look across at the softs. Most are a really mixed bag. There's not a lot happening. But if you look at... Uh, Cotton, cocoa, lumber, they're doing exceptionally well. Particularly lumber has, in the past few weeks, really, really taken off. And opportunities you're looking at at the moment? Intriguingly, in our market, it's been a matter of looking at second and third tier industrials. So you move out of that bracket that's sort of the top 50, top 100, into the lower sort of quartile of the ASX 200 in terms of stocks. In terms of trades... Again, talking my own book, which I have to be careful of. I'm my short-term system's currently long uh, cotton, currently short gold, currently short silver, and is looking at adding to a position in the Nikkei. Christy, thanks for your time. Thanks, Caroline. When did you last look at your will to update it? Are you absolutely certain that it reflects your views and your opinions, the things that you value the most, the things that you want to cherish and pass on to the next generation? Are you sure that your will reflects your wishes? You see, I'm watching at the moment as a relative is basically tormented by relatives on the other side of the family, all because of a will that is ambiguous. Often we fall into either a victim or a protector role. And clearly as traders, we cannot afford to be in a victim role. There is absolutely no excuse for where we are in life. It is what we have done to ourselves. So often we will become the protector of the people that we care for most in our lives. The best way you can protect the next generation and the people that you care about is to create a will that reflects your wishes. Make sure that yours is updated. Make sure it reflects your wishes so that when you've gone, the legacy you were hoping to create can create a ripple effect into the world. And it won't be stopped because of your ineptitude because you didn't make your wishes clear. It's time you learned how to trade full-time. Come to our one-day, 12-month of support seminar. I'm Louise Bethard. Go to tradinggame.com.au for more details. Chris Tate and I are coming to the Gold Coast, Melbourne, Sydney and Perth. Tradinggame.com.au And the dates for Chris and Louise's one-day seminar are on the 10th of June, they'll be in the Gold Coast. On the 15th of July, they're in Perth. On the 22nd of July, they're in Melbourne. And on the 29th of July, they're in Sydney. To make sure you're in that room, 
Go to traininggame.com.au. Bob Mitchardson is a training game mentoree from 2009. He's a self-funded retiree, keeping his superannuation afloat and maintaining an income flow through trading. He is a committed and valued member of the Ringwood Buddy Group meeting, and he insists that other traders help him more than he helps them. We welcome him to the show. Mentoree of 2009, Bob Mitchardson. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hello, Caroline. Welcome. Thank you. Bob, you have logged into the forum a record number of 1,875 times. Did you realise it was that amount? No, that's totally news to me. Absolutely. And it shows how committed you are to following this area of financial and intellectual growth. Bob, what has kept you so disciplined, so interested, so committed? Well, purely from a personal and selfish reasons, I suppose, largely. It's helped me get over a few things in my life recently, and it's also helped in the past with my learning and growth experience in the trading area. I've worked with lots and lots of people for long, long periods of time. And Chris and Louise have been fantastic mentors to me as well as other people. Jean, your wife passed away two years ago last Christmas. She did, yeah. And she did. And trading has been a way for you to keep your life running. It's certainly been a, a crutch to some degree, yes. It's kept me um, kept me sane to some degree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about your trading routine then, Bob. As a valued elder of the Trading Game Forum, tell us about your trading routine. What markets do you trade and on what time frame? I basically trade three separate markets on three separate time frames. I trade my... Superannuation fund on the system I developed after doing the mentor program. I trade a, a more daily system using FX, and my sh- much shorter term trading system is trading indexes, basically for the hour opening of the, in- the cash markets. So each one has its own strategy, each one has its own particular account and management systems and that's the way we work it so you've been trading no no so you've been trading for nearly nine years so in that time bob what's been your best trading experience oh my best trading experience oh goodness me apart from you know keeping my superannuation fund afloat and maintaining the uh, income flow, which I rely on entirely now because I'm a self-funded retiree. Um, meeting all the people and involvement with all the people in the trading fraternity. It's been absolutely fantastic. I've had a great time. and I've helped a lot of people and I, they've certainly helped me in, in many, many ways. Lots of them, they don't realise they have, but they certainly have, yes. That's so kind. And then uh, you've just mentioned that when when your beautiful wife passed away, that some members of the Trading Game Forum were there for you and visited your wife. Oh, yes, yes. Um, yes, it's strange that some of my 
Well, some of our so-called very long-term friends of you know, 40 and 50 years uh, I've lost and have been replaced by very more short-time friends from the trading fraternity. Let's talk about the Ringwood Buddy Group that you've got down there in Melbourne because you run it. You're the ringleader of it. What's the importance of having regular catch-ups with like-minded people whom you care about? Oh, I suppose it's, um, again, again, it's a selfish thing. It, it helps me to help them. They, they prov- Every group that starts and goes through the organisation, through the mentor program, it's got a totally different slant on what they expect from trading, what they, what their whole life and goals are going to be from there on. And they really um, develop their system and their personality and more so their psychology as they go through the program. And with the, the group meetings that we have, as well as other areas, they have their own little group meetings. Um, we very rarely talk about trading. We talk about the peripheral subjects of trading. And we get on, you know, it's great. We might spend two hours together and spend 10 minutes talking about direct trading. The rest of the time we're talking about what's happening in the world and what's affecting them. Now, Louise Bedford calls you one of her most respected and trusted friends and that she and CT adore you. Have other trading game traders become respected friends of yours? Oh, very much so, yes, yes. I've probably got a circle of a, a core of, well, a, to a large degree, the core of the Ringwood group I classify as friends. Uh, we have people come in and out all the time as the new groups start. Some of them stick around, others move away from the area, so we lose them. But I still keep contact with them on an irregular basis through emails now, my buddy groups are is quite quite substantial. And How many at the Ringwood Buddy Group? We usually average about eight, but when we've just started a new group recently, I think it was about fourteen or fifteen, and that will probably be maintained for the life life of this uh, mentor program for the next four or five months, and then it'll go back towards eight or ten people each each month, and uh, yeah. We have visitors from all over the from all over the world. We have visitors from interstate. When they come to Melbourne, they generally come to, out to see us if we have a meeting on. Yeah. Tell us what's been your worst trading experience in this nine years. In the nine years, um, probably trying to take on too many things at one time, and it took me. Three years of probably not um, dabbling and not fiddling with things and saying, slow up, take it easy, learn your, learn your craft, serve your apprenticeship and move forward from there. So let's go back to your trading routine. Tell us again what markets you trade on and what time frame. I trade my superannuation fund that's on a weekly basis, a system developed through the program, the mentor program. Um, basically what I do is I open my uh, system up on a Saturday afternoon, download my weekly data, ch- check my uh, uh, system to see if I have any, uh, if I need to change any of the um, stop losses or things like that, or if any, I've lost any trades throughout the month, the day, the week, and uh, yeah, take it from there. 
do a scan. Do I have any heat left? Right. So let's talk about, let's go back to this fact that you've logged into the forum 1,875 times. Let me repeat that, 1,875 times. How has this contributed, how has your financial wealth and knowledge grown from the mentor program? Well, I'm a member of the uh, the Alumni Forum, so I, I get a lot of information from there. But I also follow very closely the new mentor groups. And as I mentioned earlier, they have a different slant. Every, every time there's a new group goes through, each group has its own bias towards whatever they want to learn. And you'll find that comes out more so in the second half of the year. Uh, the mental program that it does in the first, but there's certainly that tendency to move towards FX or indexes, or but uh, certainly the the bias, different biases are there, and I learn from these people. They've all, been, they've all been exposed to different things. I'm an engineer. I'm very disciplined and very meticulous, and I tend to I, I find it difficult to be counterintuitive at times, and I get that information from people such as. Uh, uh, economists and so on. So mm. you have helped out at a lot of training game functions. You and I have met at a training game function. How yeah. Chris and Louise played a role in your journey? How? Oh, mm. goodness. A big, big role. Friends being, being very good mentors in their, the way they present their program. Um, you've got Louise who's very huggly-cuggly and, uh, <laughs> and you've got Chris who's the the take it and leave it type of guy. You learn if you want to learn. You know, he's not he's not a molly molly coddler at all. So uh, yeah, look, it's just a different approach and the two of them marry together in that regard. And I actually thought for quite some years until I met Chris Bedford that Chris and Lee or Louise were actually married, but that's that's a different story. <laughs> I think a lot of people maybe maybe draw that conclusion as well. But yeah, look, they've been the system works and it works extremely well. And both of them care for their participants and they both make sure that any, everyone understands and has access to them directly through the forum and indirectly through emails. So, yeah, it's a great old system. In your, in your nine years of trading, leave us with the final piece of trading advice. I suppose the easiest way would be to maintain your buddy groups or maintain a a contact with people who are working in the trading industry. It's a very, very isolationist area. Like my hobby, model railways, it's very isolationist. So you need to you need to buddy up with someone, even if it's only a chat occasionally to, to talk on the phone. Keep that social aspect and that buddy system going. And you are a very, very valuable member of the Trading Game Forum. Thank you for all your time and kindness in helping other traders. We love you, Bob. Louise and Chris adore you. Thank you for coming on to Talking Trading. <laughs> Thank you, Caroline. I'll get off my pedestal now. And guys, next week we hear some more trading magic from Chris Tate. So stay tuned for his show. I'm Caroline Stephen. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. 
Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.